Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. It is the few days before Thanksgiving, and we are here to rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind, from all those leftovers, from <laughs> everything you have to do this week to get ready. We are here. I'm Angela Reed, uh, co-host of this show. You can find me over at ParisianFarmGirl.com. And um, the other co-host of the show is Shay Elliott of the Elliotthomestead.com and ShayElliott.com. Uh, it is the week before Thanksgiving, right? I mean, like this is it. Oh, like a few days away. Yeah, okay, just a couple days. <laughs> I'm not away. just stuck in some sort of black hole vortex. Yeah, I mean, I don't it know. sounds like such an adult, old person thing to say, where you're just like, I can't believe it's November. I can't believe it's Thanksgiving. And and yeah, oh, no, I'm sorry. No, I was just swimming in Lake Michigan like every day for my 30-day beach challenge. I don't know what has happened to this year Yep, at all. No, and it's sad because I want to savor it all. October is my favorite month of the year. And I I just – where did it go? What? Hmm. It's gone? Here we are. I didn't know October was your favorite month. It is. I love October. Just because it finally cools off for you or it finally cools off and yet there's still stuff in the garden, there's still flowers, but it's like it's like we talked about. It's your your permission to sort of free have freedom and relax. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just find it kind of kind of beautiful. Um my iris are still blooming. Wow. <laughs> That's something. They started about four weeks ago and they're just going to town. I don't understand. I think they are like very confused. <laughs> aren't we all <laughs> they are representing let me tell you <laughs> for reals uh, i identify with these irises <laughs> i identify as a confused iris <laughs> who has no idea that it's four days before thanksgiving oh my oh, goodness how gracious. are you my friend I, how, what's going on yeah well it's it's kind of a crazy time for me because like a genius, I coordinated um, <laughs> the content for my winter magazine to be due the week of Thanksgiving. Duh. So I am just like, I am like the CEO of my company and I just <laughs> need this timeline and all I do is win. <laughs> wow. So yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I will I will breathe soon, but mm-hmm. not right now. Mm-hmm. We had a moment like that last week where we were filming for the cooking community. And, you know, it's a huge to do, a huge thing. We had to tear apart the kitchen and set up all these cameras and, mm-hmm. you know, I have to try and prep all these things to be lined up to cook at the right time. And it makes a huge mess. And I'm like, this, I'm ready to think about like Thanksgiving. And here we are filming december's recipes and it's very confusing and now what am i making for thanksgiving again like do i even have the ingredients i need i don't know because i was only thinking about this yes and uh it's a little confusing yeah we're gonna smoke a ham again and so like by the skin of my teeth last week i remembered to like do the whole brine yeah drop it in a bucket thing (laughs) (laughs) whoops like like just barely i weighed it like please tell me i have enough days please tell me i have enough days (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Here we are. Um, I'm glad to be sitting down with you. I'm so glad that the podcast is back. It's, um, you know, sitting down and finding this time and carving it out. It's tricky for us because there's 10 kids between the two of us. There's farms and businesses and work deadlines and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And yet this is a little pocket where 
We get to just tuck away into our offices, never mind the door behind me. Um, that door always <laughs> confuses me so much. Where is the door going? It's- well, it's going to go on my laundry room, but don't worry about it because that's never going to be done. Ever. Shay's going to be down at your creek with a scrub board. Basically. Scrubbing laundry. Yeah. Old stinky soap made out of fat. Pig fat. Well, you know what? I'd probably have to get a permit for that too. Oh, I'm sorry. Probably. Did you want to wash your laundry in the water? You're going to need to fill out this application and give us a $1,200 check. Then you can have a permit and you can wash your clothes in the river. Uh, okay. This That's my just... best Karen voice. <laughs> Karen. Okay. <laughs> Remember when we liked Karen on the first season? Well, Karen before changed. she knew, before yeah, be, before Karen betrayed us all. Karen was funny, and then she got really nasty. We had to ditch her. Um, so here's my question. Okay, nerd, nerd alert. Uh, I love Laura Ingalls. Love Laura Ingalls Wilder. Yeah. Um, I. It's my understanding that she wrote those books. Like I have the annotated version of the books. They're in, it's incredible. It's just incredible. It's my understanding that her daughter helped her and that they are considered like one, if not the founders of the libertarian movement. Because the undercurrent message in those books is we don't need a handout. We will work hard. We will duke it out. We will adapt and overcome and and be a family and rise above, do our very best. We're just going to do our best. Okay. Um. That's my understanding. Could be wrong. Uh, so you go from like, you know, Pa Ingalls was just wild. I think he was kind of a bad bleep. If you mm-hmm. dig a little deeper, like mm-hmm. some of the posses, he was in, he was help, he helped with the law. I think he was much braver and much more intense than maybe she lets on even in the books because it's from a child's perspective. But you've got Pa. He's like a wild man, right? He's yeah. taking his family across the country. He's hunting. He's building buildings from nothing hauling logs and where where in the lineup from like pa until that turd in your office your local office that said no you can't build a laundry room when when did that happen when did we start making like local anal retentive rules like oh you want to build a shed hmm really (laughs) you're gonna have to ask permission for that shed you know like when did that I happen? I think it's actually been a while. I think, and that, why were I mean, we okay with that? <laughs> even think about like prohibition. The government's been telling us what to do. Government's been telling what people what to do for as long as there's been any form of government. <laughs> but right? I mean, the like, federal government—they're turds. I get that. <laughs> I, I get the overreaching, but the uh, well, local—is it what, just like little people on a power trip? The local government. Like, when did it, as a people, we were like, oh, please tell us what to do. Please tell me if I can build a shed or not. <laughs> I can't handle it. I, I it's, uh, you know what I think it, what, what gets me is the, like, we're going to save you from yourself. Hey, you, <sighs> you know, we're going to, don't worry, we're going to protect you. We're going like, to, how about if I build the shed wrong and it falls on me and I die? Yeah. That's on me. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's crazy. And I've always heard about it, but I, I've never, ever done a building project like this at all. I've never mm-hmm. had to apply for permits or deal with the health district or the, like, county engineer, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's as terrible as everybody says it is. And, like, the American bureaucracy doesn't even have nearly the um, reputation 
that like European oh French bureaucracy the French has. holy crap <laughs> like, all yeah. the Italians that I follow they're like anything bureaucratic that you have to do what so I expect it to take a mm-hmm. hundred times longer mm-hmm. than you think oh, than yeah. it should mm-hmm. so it's um randomly our wine music just started playing in my ear so that's should we just do it should we just go with I it I can't hear it okay <laughs> I can it's distracting me okay. um anyway yeah that's what kills me because here's the thing so we're putting in this master bedroom we're putting in this bathroom we're putting in a laundry room we have a thousand gallon septic tank one toilet so they have to sign off and say two toilets you have the capacity for two toilets like yeah i know i know that because i know the size of my septic tank Mm -hmm. i'm good we're good here we're tying into our septic lines we're not doing anything else okay anyway blah 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 well it's fine it's not fine. It's not it's fine. Annoying. But no, I always say, I always even told the lady at the health director, I said, you know, bureaucracy is where dreams go to die. The joy of everything has been sucked by everybody wanting to put their hand in the cookie jar and get there. Everyone just wants their piece, you know? Yeah. I guess my question always is, and maybe it's very childlike, I don't know, is <laughs> how do you become the person that wants to sit with the rubber stamp? Or sit on the village board and poo-poo somebody's ideas. Now, granted, some ideas are really bad. But isn't that freedom? But isn't that freedom? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I don't understand. Like, how – why does that feel good? You know what I did today, baby? Ooh, baby, I'm going to make you hot. I shut down somebody's plans for a new garage. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Like, I just they don't get it. They wanted those beams four inches. We wanted them six inches. Right. Denied. It'll take them another 45 days to go through this process again. <laughs> I oh, don't get it. I don't get it either. I just if want, that's your job, thing, you guys, we're sorry. <laughs> I just want to be left alone. Yeah, right. Just leave That's me alone. literally all I want. I want you to be able to do what you want to do. And I want to be able to do what I want to do. You can have two toilets. I can have if two I toilets. If I want two bloody toilets in my house, that's on me. <laughs> I'm paying for the toilet. Right. And I'll have to pay if the septic goes awry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I bet when you get all done with that room, you are going to put a beautiful rug from House of Tokumen in there. <laughs> so lovely listeners. Yes, how's I am. that? We pride ourselves on our très chic segues here on the show. <laughs> that was one of them. visit hotrugs.net and uh, say hello to Annabelle and her family at House of Tokemon because um, yes, you guys they are the sponsors of season nine because as the CEO of your home you want to make wise decisions and that would be one of them yes I'm going to say I want you to go find House of Tokemon on Instagram and I want you to message Annabelle and say hey here's take or send her a picture of your living room here's my living room help me Mm -hmm. find a rug because this girl I don't know how she does it She's but she's good. like, she's out there and she's got her like, she knows what's up and she's got her she's people, got people in her warehouses and she's like, <laughs> right. oh, it'll sh- ship this in from Iran or whatever. Um, So that's kind of how she's helping me actually with the bedroom project right now of, yeah, here's kind of what I'm going for. Let's find something. So she really does help to find pieces that will go really well in your space. She does a lot of custom stuff and she's on Instagram. She messages back really quickly. So her handle on Instagram is just House of Tokumen. Yeah. T-O-C-U-M-E-N. Yes. Yes. 
hotrugs.net. Check it out. Uh, don't buy a rug at Target. It's just plastic, and it's just going to give you grief. Uh, invest in a one-of-a-kind heirloom piece for your house. And yes. thank you to House of Tokemon for yes. sponsoring Season 9. If you yes. missed last week, you need to circle back around, catch up, mm-hmm. and uh, get started on it because the theme of this season is being a uh, homemaker as CEO. So yes. what are you uh, – oh. on that note, what are you sipping? Because – it looks lovely. <laughs> it looks really lovely. Okay, I've got on. sparkling water that looks so um, good. Cue well, the wine music. I, yeah, let's do that. Even though I just listened to the song in my earphones for some reason. It's like magically <laughs> the music that plays in my head. Uh, this is the part of the podcast sponsored by Dry Farm Wines. Don't just hear this segment every day or every time you listen to this podcast and think, oh, that's nice. I want you to go visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. And I do want you to give Dry Farm Wines a try. So you can choose a three, a six, a nine, or a 12 bottle pack to have delivered to you. And you can do this as a one-time order if you just want to give it one round. Give it a trial. See what you think. Or... You can have it sent every month if you don't even want to have to think about it. And you can choose a box of all reds or all whites or mix and match. Or you can do the sparkly one like I do. All the bubbles, please. Um, We love Dry Farms because they're clean and they're organic and they're biodynamic and they don't have residual sugar. They don't have residual yeast. It's just grapes fermented to absolute perfection from little boutique wineries all over the world. And I feel, I genuinely feel very blessed to stock my wine cabinet with dry farms and to sit down and share bottles with people that I love knowing that this is a good, beautiful, natural thing. Yes. I think it's a gift. Dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. If it's your first time, you are going to get an extra bottle for a penny. I just got my, I got two emails today. Speaking Mm -hmm. of coincidence. First one, my I have a new House of Tokemon rug coming. Okay. And yes. I'm pretty excited about it because it's round. And second, my wine shipped. Yay! There you go. That's a good delivery Hooray. day. That's a good yeah. delivery day. Um, so today I am sipping. I can't even begin. Not even in any world could I pronounce these words. It, is it French or Italian? Uh, Austrian. Austrian. Oh, boy. Gamblets, Gelber, Muscateller, Lackner, Finiture, Soutiermark, Osterish. What? Here's what I'm. Here's what I'm saying. I've never seen that bottle. Is it sparkling? No, it's not. It is a is Muscat. It a- the variety is a Muscateller. How would you say that? Oh, like with an I accent. I don't know. The only one. Either. Yeah. No, I can do like. Blau Franquiche. But I say everything with a French accent, so it's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what I got for you. It's a 2020, actually. Only 11.3% alcohol. So because oh, these wines are naturally fermented, they don't add in a bunch of sugar, which means you don't get as much alcohol in the final product. So that's a real easy way, actually, to tell if something has sugar added is to look at the alcohol level because most wines will naturally end up at around 11 or 12%. So when you see 14 15, 16. Mm-hmm. What that means is they've added sugar. So the yeast has more food. The yeast makes more alcohol, yada, yada. Mm. Um, it is. So this is a muscateller. I don't know how you say that. It's very, very green apple, very pear, bright, beautiful deliciousness. So 
That's what I'm sipping today. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, we're going to have Todd on in a few weeks. Yes. The uh, the CEO of Dry Farms, as it were. Yep. Okay. What are we talking about today? Okay. Well, season. season. Fifth and ninth. <laughs> Fifth and ninth. Being theme. the CEO of your home. <laughs> season nine's theme. The CEO of your home. The first thing that this makes me think of, and I think just the nature of my home and my family and what it means for me is probably more than anything other than food is cleaning. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like such a significant portion of my day. (laughs) And so I thought that we should really flesh out this idea of you, the homemaker, as the CEO of cleaning, of keeping your home clean. Okay. Boo. Boo. Everyone just went, Mah. next episode. Right? Next episode. <laughs> Tell me something here. good. <laughs> Be disciplined. Stay here. Uh, it, it's actually, it just makes me want to get up and go clean. <laughs> if everyone could just leave my house and give me a couple hours, I, will, I would tear it up. No, see, I can't even fathom that. <laughs> Nobody ever leaves my house. I'm, and I'm not exaggerating. Everyone is here all the time. I never get the house to myself ever, 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 ever. It's not like I have small kids and Joel can take them to the park. Yeah. You know, I mean, I have small kids, but there's such a huge um, age span. Yeah. Some of them are not small and they don't Mm want to leave. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I could just go crazy Mrs. Doubtfire on this place if I was alone. I mean. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So. I think the CEO of cleaning has to have priorities and a plan. Okay. Because we can absolutely run ourselves ragged cleaning all day. And yet at the end, it's almost like you didn't do anything. For example, I I could clean up behind my kids basically all day. Just follow them wherever they are. Just follow them around. Oh, you had lunch? Okay, I'll clean the lunch now. Okay, you were in the living room doing, you know, games or whatever? Okay, now I'll go up there and make sure that that's nice and fresh. I mean, you can do this all day Mm -hmm. and you feel like you get nowhere. So I think priorities and just saying I'm not just going to do any task at hand because not all cleaning tasks are created equal. Right. And then having a plan for how you're going to execute um, those priorities, and then having a plan just so you don't run yourself ragged mentally and saying, mm-hmm. okay, this needs to be done, 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 like, because you can do that all the time. So how am I actually going to put a plan into place that executes the priorities that I've chosen? <laughs> <laughs> do I sound smart? You do. You sound really smart. Thank I you. don't know. <laughs> um, I'm in a... I'm in a uh, spot the last few months that I see no way out of. Um, <laughs> it's a good size house. Okay. Yeah. It's, and so there are pockets of it that just never get touched until I finally think of it. But I had a young lady in the community coming a couple times a week to just put a dent in it. What do you want me to do? Run the vacuum? Sure. Run the vacuum. Thanks. Love you. Yeah. You know, um, it made just such a great difference as far as maintenance. And then when I would go to do a once a week something, it wasn't so overwhelming. Um, But she's been 
sick, unfortunately, for her, more unfortunately mm-hmm. for her, and thus subsequent, subsequently is not here anymore. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I just have things. Like I walked down the hallway the other day and saw just cobwebs on the ceiling. And I know it's that time of year because everything's trying to come in and stay warm and stay alive. But I did. I thought, how am I supposed to keep up with this? How? So I just have to like kind of decide what's most important priority wise. Obviously, we talk a lot on the show about the kitchen. Yeah. The kitchen takes top priority a couple times a day. Um, but I find things are, are you cyclical with what's, with what you find is priority? No, I feel like it actually stays pretty steady. And there are those things that just don't get done as much as I want them to. Mm-hmm. And what I try and do is just remind myself like, this isn't forever. <laughs> right. Like you are doing your best. And yeah, when you go That's to your okay. mom's and everything's in its spot. <clears throat> like, yeah. And it's nobody's following your mom around undoing what she just did. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, as mothers, it's a very precious time. There yeah. will come a day when people aren't unraveling the rug as we weave it, you know? Exactly. And there will come a time where you're not homeschooling your children. Mm-hmm. You know, that time will come. Those hours and hours and hours that you spend doing that. That's what you need to be doing right now or whatever mm-hmm. that may be uh, for you particularly. So I think you you do have to just be <clears> – you have to be honest with yourself and taking a step back and be like, it's not going to be perfect. You have to throw that out the window. It's not going to be exactly the way that you want it. Now, that being said, I think there are some women who sort of fall onto the other side of the spectrum and they're probably actually having to condition themselves and train themselves to want it clean. Because some women are naturally messy. Yeah. You and I are are definitely more inclined to want things clean and perfect and orderly mm-hmm. and beautiful. Just it's for it's a mental thing. It's a mental know? thing for us. And yeah. some women aren't that way. Some women probably have to be like, come on, you need to clean this. Like I actually having to train themselves. I'm having to untrain myself and saying, here's the way you want it. You can't have it like that. Yeah. I have a couple of girlfriends whose husbands are more particular. And okay. so that is their challenge is that they know that means a lot to to the husband because it provides him mental clarity. Right. And so, but they're just like, oh, whatever, you know, it's okay. Yeah. The countertops are full. It's okay. You know, it doesn't bother them. Yeah. And I think when you don't, when it doesn't bother you, you don't see it. Yeah. You're, you know, your just brain doesn't process it the same way as it does to someone who would, it, it would drive crazy. Yeah. I mean, in that, what do you think about, I think if if a woman is trying to train herself to keep a home, to make it beautiful, um, to to keep it orderly, to me, like, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to start collecting oil paintings or, you know, like, starting some great DIY renovation or something. To me, if you can just eliminate the giant pockets of clutter, like you always talk about. No laundry on the couches, mm-hmm. just that, or just having your counters cleaned off. Yeah. That can go a really, really long way in in making your home feel cleaner just from a few small things. Yes. I think s- for me, flat flat surfaces are a really big deal. Yeah. That flat, they it's collect. It's a really big deal. Nightstands yeah. full of glasses, the bathroom when, like, we have a little cabinet, a built-in, and I just try to train the kids. Put your toothbrush back. Like, it doesn't need to look like a dentist office exploded on the countertop. 
at the end of everybody's evening routine. Toothpaste goes back. Toothbrush goes back. You know, because then you can just wipe it down and keep it clean. So yeah. flat surfaces, countertops, got to be clean. Yep. Don't like mail on the countertops. That is a point of contention in this house because <laughs> then it gets moved or shoved or stuck somewhere because I'm trying to clean around it and then I get in trouble. I'm like, well, that's why you have an office. Mm-hmm. And I have a kitchen. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so part of that cleaning aspect is if you want your things to stay clean, if you want to be able to clean your kitchen and you want to be able to clean your living room and have your dining room be clean, have your bathroom be clean, y'all aren't going to like this, but you do have to have a place for things. And I know that's hard. Like it takes yeah. a long time to get that system <laughs> in a functioning thing. And I think that's kind of a, a moving target. As your family evolved, as your needs evolve, you know, it, it does change. But like if you don't have somewhere to put your mail, where are you going to put it? You're going to put it on right. a flat surface. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wherever that is. So have a mail basket, you know, no. at least somewhere set <laughs> that for would just it to overflow. Go. I have one I in think my there's still like two sides to that. I know, but it's in your office. So there's yeah. the there are personality types that are disciplined enough to walk in the door with the mail and put it where it needs to go. Yeah. And then there's other people who drop their keys and their wallet and they're in and like wait when there's a key ring so you know where your keys are the next time. Like there's all we all have different um we're all disciplined in different areas, you know? Like Yes. Yes. I I will walk something to where it needs to go because I don't want to look at it otherwise because it right. talks to me the whole time. <laughs> yes, you know? yes, it berates me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, the, that's that really is the foundation level though of you know you being the CEO of cleaning your home is to give things a place to go. They have to have a home. The they things have, have to, have, to a home. have a home. All the things, but it's very over. I mean, <clears throat> my uh, like excuse slash situation uh there's so many people oh my gosh <laughs> there's so many things they procreate <laughs> every morning there's more things do you know how many toothbrushes are in my bathroom right now probably like 12 or 13 at least yeah the other day i went to i'm like get rid of them this is disgusting how many times has this been dropped on the floor so i got my label maker out we have the oral b like battery toothbrushes, right? So I got my label maker out and I made a new label on everybody's fresh $50 worth of toothbrush heads from Costco. Please don't lose this. Because when you lose it, then your dad runs to the grocery store and buys like a pack of cheap toothbrushes and then they're just everywhere. Yeah. It's like, yep. Yeah, Uh, please know, listeners, we say this all the time. We're right there with you. We're right there with you. you. In fact, I am recording this in the corner of my office because my office is a wreck. I did some still life photography and I just apparently went all out because <laughs> I can't even put it uh, on camera. <laughs> I think um I do think okay, if we want to go back to Laura Ingalls, okay. <laughs> Ma didn't have an office. She didn't have BS paperwork. She didn't have bills that came in scrappy little envelopes, junk mail, receipts. Ma also had a 200 square foot cabin. To keep right. clean. So it was tidy. She only had what she needed. I have one blanket. <laughs> Everyone has one my tin cup pair and my of penny clothing. and my peppermint stick. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the reality is it is a bite to the way that we live. Mm-hmm. It is a huge bite. And if you think, man, I'm just terrible at this. I don't think so. I think right. we genuinely live in a way 
that is almost unsustainable for us as a physical, in a physical capability kind of a way. Right. I, I mean, you live in a, in a, if you live in a massive house, that mm-hmm. has to translate to more stuff and more cleaning. There's no way about it. Right. So we always talk about choosing your heart. It's hard to stuff a lot of people into a 200 square foot cabin like Ma Ingalls did. It's mm-hmm. hard to only have two pairs of socks. That's hard. It's hard to wash a dish every single time you use it because it's your only mm-hmm. one that you have. It's also hard to have 80 plates to put away from right. the dishwasher or to have right. dressers full of clothes and clothes and clothes. It is hard. And I think people are going to be all over the spectrum on this. I tend to be, I tend to feel very burdened by stuff. Mm. And and so I am fairly ruthless about just getting rid of things because when I when I move this from here to here and here to here and here to here and oh, now, now I need to dust it and dust it and dust it and then move it and then organize it and then move it and then dust it. I mean, it's enough to make you mad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is killing my life. I could be mm-hmm. doing things right now. And instead, I'm sitting here like dusting my toaster, you know? Right. I don't have a toaster, but you know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah. how does the CEO find that line? Because it's not it's not a black and white line, right? It's a personal mm-hmm. thing. The holidays are here, and that means extra schedules and company and much needed extra rest. We are getting our extra rest on American Blossom Linens. Softer with each washing, these are our favorite sheets no matter what time of the year. As fans of vintage linens, these are the best sheets ever. In fact, we call them modern vintage, and you need to be sleeping on them. With a process called combing, all the rough fibers are pulled out of these organic, Texas-grown cotton sheets. This creates the softest, most beautiful bedding for your home. You will love them. Your holiday guests will love them. Invest once because American Blossom Linens are woven to last a lifetime. That's right. Better, not more is our mantra here on the show. So invest once and never again with American Blossom Linens. Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use our exclusive coupon code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off. If you're feeling stuck in your kitchen, uninspired, and frankly not loving the food that you've been putting on the table, I want to personally invite you to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you a thorough instructional video showing you how to create the dish in your own kitchen with tips, tricks, and pointers to help you learn new skills and advance in your cooking abilities. The cooking community is designed to get you passionate about good food, to get you fired up, to get you skilled up, to get you excited about cooking and serving up delicious whole food-based dishes on your table. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Also, if you're looking to give a gift this holiday season, I'd love for you to visit cook.theelliothomestead.com forward slash A dash L-A dash C-A-R-T-E. That's a la carte to shop a few special recipe packages of various sizes and topics that are perfect for gifts and come with a physical gift card in the mail. Let's get cooking. If you wouldn't put something in your mouth and eat it, why would you put it on your skin? That's the question that began the beautiful company of Toops & Co. And we are so glad that it did. Toopsandco.com is a family-owned, 
handmade cosmetic and skincare company that has cultivated products that are incredibly clean and wonderful. In fact, our makeup bags and bathroom cupboards are filled with them. First, I wash with the sea buckthorn cleansing oil, followed by the charcoal bar, and then I utilize Tubes & Clothes Glow Serum, which is probably the best product I've ever put on my face, and then the face primer, which is rich in ingredients like aloe vera and calming oils. Following that, it's natural foundations, concealers, eyeshadows, brow pencils, mascara, and more. In fact, I'm currently wearing the Perfectly Plum Nourishing Lipstick, and it's soft and velvety and beautiful. And did I mention clean? Tubesandco.com's new website makes it easy to be inspired by all the incredible products available. Fill your cart with tallow balm, face masks, skin tonics, dry shampoo, and other handmade treasures by Emily that are actually good for your skin. Visit tubesandco.com and use Homemaker for a 10% discount. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, I have to like do what makes me sane. And mm-hmm. I also have to do what allows me to still work. So, you know, I'm putting in a lot of hours right now in the magazine. And yeah. yesterday, like the middle room where our fireplace is, it doesn't have any furniture. It's got three mixed match chairs and a couch that is so threadbare, it is going to explode <laughs> any day. My green one. So that will be a sad day. Yeah. Um. And I just had to go down there and just do something. I just had to like scooch the rug, clean it, wipe some things down, reposition the chair, fold the blankets. I needed to do something so that when I was up here working, I knew that, you know, my family had a nice space to be. I, yeah. It wasn't just like total chaos. So, um, I, I you know, I guess it sounds really repetitive. I do a lot to maintain sanity. Yeah. Because there's just something about me knowing, okay, XYZ is done. XYZ is done. And now I can now I can give myself to this project. Um, so do you think that's and, kind of the line is just – when you recognize that tension or you recognize mm-hmm. that like slipping of sanity or joy, yeah, it might be time to address. Yes. Yeah. And and really as CEO, like there's a lot of things I procrastinate on. Um, yeah. There just are. I was, you know, again with the boot room, it was a <laughs> mess last week. And I just looked at it and I I said out loud, wow, like, like really, and not, to, not, not as a martyr, but Actually, no one is going to do this. Yeah. Everybody else is content to walk through it from outside to the kitchen. They don't care. It's a dumb, it's a dumb room right now. But Mm -hmm. so I just, again, just like, okay, here we go. It's kind of depressing, isn't it? It, I sort of want someone to care. I want someone to help. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm teasing. Stu helps a lot with dishes. I was just going to say, yeah. Joel, he doesn't care, but then, he, but he does. Like he, today I was working and the the breakfast dishes were all piled up and I just, then soon I heard the water running and them yeah. moving through. But, yep. you know, we're, we are a team. It's a, it's a family business. It's a home-based business. So I can't do my job and wash dishes at the same time, you know? Right. And I'm happy to burn through them when I have time to do that, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, For me also too, like I have to... There is a line for me between like manageable and gross. Yes. I don't when somebody comes over, like the house can look lived in. I get that. It can't look gross. When my toilets are like, what is with the back of the toilet? 
why is that such a dust magnet? Is it just me? Like, seriously, sometimes no, I wonder, every day. is this only Angela's toilets that look like this? No, every day I wipe. Fuzz and yep. hair and little pieces of toilet paper and more fuzz. Why? No. It's like, is it static? Mm. Why? Uh, so that's actually, I don't. Oh, sorry. I, go sorry. Ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. I just don't like to be grossed out in my own home. Yeah. When that happens, I actually feel a lot of shame. Yeah. I mean, like if I was being very honest, because um, I, we've been given so much. Like how how dare I let my toilet get that gross? Yeah. I've been given like this beautiful home. Come on. So I, the, the grossness makes me feel bad. Yeah. If I walk through a kid's room and I see – Oh, you haven't dusted your dresser in like three weeks, have you? Like that makes me feel terrible. Yeah. Um, or like when somebody comes to visit your house and you've got like a compost bucket by the kitchen door that somebody's like tripped over and spill. And so there's like – There's beet, coffee grounds and peelings like squished yeah. into uh-huh. – And you're like, w- welcome. You know, and then there's a welcome, stack of cardboard that needs to go to the recycling outside the door. Or like what I hate is – This is why I started using my Instapot for broth because – Inevitably, if when I cook fish or when I'm making a stinky broth, somebody mm-hmm. comes over. And that doesn't feel good to me because yeah. those are nice smells to eat when you're hungry. They're not nice smells to walk into. Yeah. That's not – it doesn't – I don't like that. <laughs> Inevitably, like that's yeah. when people come. Like you said, there – and maybe that's a good way to sort of set some of the priorities. Like lived in is going to happen. There's going to be dishes every day. Mm-hmm. There's going to be laundry every day. Like these are these are things. Dirty floors happen, right? Um, so even if even if the homemaker just says, you know, it's a priority to me that there's not gross things. So I'm going to go through once an afternoon, or I'm going to send my kids through, or whomever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a garbage bag and I'm just going to walk around the house. I'm going to throw away all the trash that I see, any remnants of paper or any like dirty mm-hmm. diapers or. You know, snack wrappers. I'm going to empty the bathroom. We have one bathroom. When you have a period, I mean, I try to do my best, but Lord help me. I'm a woman and I've got womanly things happening. And like, I'm just like a roll of toilet paper. It's like wrapping, wrapping, wrapping. (laughs) Throw it away. When somebody comes to use my bathroom, I get very uncomfortable because I'm trying my best here. But you guys, it's what it is. Okay. And I keep a um, – <laughs> that week, I keep a plastic grocery store bag under the skirt in the bathroom, and I just have my own private garbage. Okay. That's a great idea. Then I can just – two days into it, I can just tie it off and throw it in the garbage, start okay. another one. That's yeah. a good idea because we've already established that they're they're never going to build my bathroom. So I will be sharing right. a bathroom for the world. Keep, do you see me keep looking end. at the floor? I'm like, what is that sound? I can't hear anything. I think they're making popcorn. I hear a lot of noise. Oh, well, that's nice. Popcorn's nice. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so so degrossing is a great place to yeah. start in terms of priority. For me, the next priority when it comes to cleaning is the kitchen. And really, it's because this is where people come into our house. Mm-hmm. Doesn't We have a front door. It doesn't matter. This is our where, front door doesn't get used. This That'd is where weird. people come yeah. in. So... That that is the room that I want to have ready. I we can stay in the kitchen and have coffee. We don't have to go into the living room or the dining room if those are a mess. But mm-hmm. they have to walk into the kitchen to come inside. And there's not that long between meals. 
And it's really hard to cook. There's like 12 minutes. <laughs> you get 12 minutes. In between breakfast and lunch. Yeah. 12 minutes. Yeah. Um, and so that that's important because you can't do the next thing when you're still sort of burdened by the last thing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I set my priority. Then, then the bathroom. Um, again, one bathroom, all these people, like no one wants to sit down and go to the bathroom when there's already a turd in the toilet, which happens right. so many times a day. In fact, let me tell you this story. Oh we had a party on Friday and we had we call it unnecessary. And it's when right. we get together with some friends of ours, just the adults, and we have a fancy party and we dress fancy and it's very fun. So we have this unnecessary. I'm showering. I am in the shower and I know because I texted you right before and I checked my phone when I got out. It was I was in there for seven minutes. Okay? Okay. Seven minutes. Three people came in to poop. While I was in the shower. Okay. Now imagine a 40 square foot bathroom full of hot steamy water with three kid poops in it. I would never let Stuart do that, by the way. He would never ask to do that. These, these were all children poops. Right. Okay. So then the last one, there's no toilet paper. So he's shouting, toilet paper, please. No one comes to aid him. So much so that I end up having to get out of the shower not fully, I'm still soapy, wrap myself in a towel, go into the kitchen. And of course, we're out of toilet paper completely now, I've realized. I go to the kitchen, I get paper towels. I bring the paper towels back in. I get back in the shower. Kid drops the paper towel roll into the toilet. So I have to get back out, go downstairs. At this point, I also see our contractor and my father-in-law as I'm wrapped in my towel because it's the middle of the day. I go down to the root cellar, I get another thing of paper towels, and I come back up, and I just want to quit life at this point. I can't even get back in the shower because the bathroom smells so bad. (laughs) (laughs) My point is, like, you can't leave your dirty underwear on the bathroom floor. There's too many people using it. Right. There's too many people using it. And so after the kitchen, the bathroom comes next for me. Mm Mm-hmm. The living room, I'm like, no, people are here. They're doing puzzles. They're coloring. They're hanging out. They're reading books. Like, I love to set it, but it does not stay that way. Right. So that's kind of how my priority goes. How does yours Mm -hmm. go? How does yours go? Yeah, pretty similar. Our downstairs bathroom does okay because for some reason everybody favors the upstairs one. So it doesn't do too bad. The floor is still plywood because we haven't found a floor that we like. So I just try to broom it and keep it from getting too dusty. Um. (laughs) So it doesn't take too much of a beating. But the upstairs bathroom, on the other hand, wow. I just can't believe it. And the toilet paper, like, I'm sorry, like when, maybe when I'm 70, I'll be mature enough to never run out of toilet paper again. What is that? It'll be Saturday morning at 645. And I'll realize, wow, there's no toilet paper in this house. And everybody here is... Very regular first thing in the morning. So this should be great. <laughs> I was joking and with my friend Natalie. I'm like, you can come for dinner, but you have to bring rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> to bring your own toilet paper situation. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. So that bathroom does take a take it. It's bad. Okay. And the toilet loves to uh, overflow. Not so, the, this isn't the leaky. This isn't like the sweaty one. This is they all sweat. Okay. The upstairs toilet loves to overflow down into the foyer. Oh, that's it's great. It's like waterfalls coming through the cracks. That's great. It's just because it's a blank floor. It's 
wonderful. And it makes Junior cry and he has nightmares about toilets underflowing. He calls it underflowing. So it's actually funny because I did solve a mystery last week in our house because all year long, when I go, I like fold fresh towels, put them on the down the back of the downstairs toilet it's or bathroom. It's very small. So I put the, yes, I said that correctly. I put the towels on the back of the toilet. It's it's smaller than your bathroom, our, our little one downstairs. Um, well, I can like walk away and 12 minutes later come back and those towels will be under the toilet on the floor. And I have been asking for the better part of this year, who is doing that? <laughs> who is there a ghost? <laughs> who is putting the towels under the toilet? And I finally figured it out last week that it's Junior because he is afraid the toilet is going to underflow. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. Except he's putting clean towels on a dirty under the toilet. toilet to soak it up in case it happens. Yeah. So he strips. He takes his pants off to go to the bathroom. sits down, grabs toilets and puts or towels and positions <laughs> them under the toilet. It's great. <laughs> so when you clean your bathroom, mm-hmm. I typically do like a when I get out of the shower or the bath because I do take a bath almost every night. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the sweep through. Meaning I make sure the shower curtain's adjusted, the water's drained out of the bathtub, the towels are hanging on the towel rack, mm-hmm. there's no dirty clothes, um, and then I use I use a washcloth on my face at night, so then I always, like, just wipe the back of the toilet okay. with it. Where You know what I mean? Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all clean now. Do a quick wipe of the toilet top, shut the lid, shut the light off. Like, that's sort of my daily bathroom. Yeah. So Sometimes like mine, twice a day. Yeah. Mine is a little, it's similar in that when I'm cleaning, I just, you know, spray everything down with my favorite spray, grab my paper towel or whatever, yeah. or, or rag, whatever I'm using. And then the toilet's like the last thing. Yeah. And then I either throw it away or throw it in the laundry. Um. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. So then once, it, like, how often do you actually clean? Like, scrub the toilet, scrub the shower, like, scrub the sink. How often do you do this? Um, I don't do toilets. Joel does them. Bless you, Joel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I don't have it. That's the weird thing is I wish I had a day. Like I grew up with yeah. a cleaning day. Yes, same. I I don't have that. It bothers me. I wish it was like one day a week where like here's what, you know. Yeah. Here's what we do. We clean the house for two and a half hours and then it's done. Yeah. So I just kind of do it as needed. Okay. And that's why I'm always griping at the kids to keep their stuff off the countertop because then I can do it every day. Just, whoosh, 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 you yep. know, yep. wipe it all up. Yep. Don't you think that this is a really good time of year if people are able to give themselves a gift in the form of help? And yes. I know that this isn't always um, possible, but I will say one thing that we used to do when we were we weren't able to afford any kind of help when it came to cleaning, not like a teenage helper, like mother's helper, mm-hmm. nothing like that. Definitely not a cleaning company um, is that I would partner up with a couple of other young moms and we would take turns so one of the moms would watch the kids and the other two would clean one house you know so you had like two women on one house Mm -hmm. and then we would rotate and so it was kind of a nice way to be like hanging out with kids is beautiful and fun while your house is being cleaned you're like yeah i'll watch your kids go clean my house you know right and then the next time somebody's watching your kids and you're getting to clean somebody's house you know it was kind of this like beautiful way to serve and to get that like feeling 
Yeah. Right. Just that one time, one and done, all clean at the same time. Kind oh my of a gosh. Thing. I can't imagine it's that. It's kind of I cannot fun, imagine yeah. like the whole house clean at once, top to bottom. Yeah. I can't imagine that. Yeah. So if you guys can, that's I mean, a good idea. It is a good way. It's kind of a fun mm-hmm. time to to consider that or to work out something, even if it's just somebody watching your kids at their house. Um, so that so maybe you can you actually and your husband can be like, yeah. okay, we're going into the holidays. Like, I want to decorate, but we need to clean. Like, let's just let's just invest some time. And this is what cleaning is. It's some it's investing time in enjoyment of your space. Right. It is. That's it. And okay, yeah, it is. Um, are there things you do before you clean? Like I, I would, I'm not going to clean the house if the laundry's not done. Yeah. Like, do you, do you do anything? Is there, mm-hmm. do you have like kind of an order that you do things? I always start a load of laundry before I clean. The way I like to okay. clean is I like to do one room at a time because I like the satisfaction <laughs> of like, mm-hmm. Hey, I worked for 40 minutes and the living room looks spanking. <laughs> You know, yeah. and that to me, it gives me motivation. So I know some people like to do all the dusting and then all the vacuuming. Oh. I don't like to do that. Uh, I would get interrupted like it wouldn't get done. Then. Yeah. And then nothing looks good. Right. You know right. what I mean? So what I like to do is start on one end of the house and just work my way towards the other. So mm-hmm. depending on how bad the kitchen is, I actually like to start in the living room because it's easier than the kitchen. And so I'll go into the living room and I'll fluff the pillows. I'll fold the blankets. I will stack firewood. I'll dust the chandeliers. I'll wash off the windows real quick, vacuum things up, put mm-hmm. away stuff, throw away garbage. Like it's not super complicated cleaning right. the living room, you know? Mm-hmm. And I can do that in 30 minutes, maybe not even. I mean, very quickly. Unless there's some major, like the kids made a fort and we got to move everything back around. Same with right, the dining right. room. You're talking about putting a new tablecloth on, clearing, putting stuff away, Vacuuming. Putting the chairs back. Putting the chairs <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. And maybe some dusting of some shelves and stuff. But that's not stuff I do every every week. I mean, right. my curio right. cabinet gets dusty. And every couple months, I pull everything out and wash it off and put it back. Yeah. Um, I also like, like if my wine bottles get dusty, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It can be dusty. I, have that, I use that Swiffer, that dumb Swiffer stick. Yeah, that's my those are favorite. Great. Just shove I it all use in that, there. I use those things like crazy. Yeah. Like, and you can run them up the walls and, for the cobwebs. Yeah. Again, that probably takes 30 minutes. And so yeah. in 30 minutes, I can go from like this room looks bad to, oh, this is beautiful. Fresh candles. Maybe I put a diffuser on with some good smells. Mm-hmm. I've used my cleaning spray and like that just feels good. Maybe I've opened a window, gotten some fresh air in. And we're talking about 20 minutes yeah you know um i should probably rally the troops more often because we do like if company's coming like we got it locked down we know mm-hmm. what we're doing mm-hmm. like aiden will broom like from one end of the house all the way to the other because we're all wood floors yeah um and they're not sealed so they get dirty i do all the dusting while he's doing that because there's still going to be dust that falls and i do like picking up the dried flowers and fluffing the pillows putting everything and yeah. then the kids are like behind me. Okay, take that, put it away, run that up to your room. Da, da, you know, yep. the kids, the little kids are doing all the gophering. And then Joel puts on the backpack vacuum cleaner, vacuums, and I'm up behind him. So, okay, gotta, you got it down. We've got it down. Yep. So, I should just put my foot down and say, mm-hmm. we need to go, we need to do that once a week, not just. Yeah, exactly. Not just over. when people come over because we yeah. live here all the time and we want to enjoy it. One thing yeah. my mom used to do is she would 
she would take our laundry and she would do it. And then she'd give us back our basket and she would make us go through the house and pick up everything, put it in your basket. Mm-hmm. So you'd go to the living room and you'd grab your toy and your book and your pencils and da, 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 And then you go to the di- you, you had to go through mm-hmm. the house and get all your stuff and put it away. Because that's so much the cleaning aspect. Yeah. Cleaning is not a big deal. But People cleaning is are like, not how do you dust deal? all those knickknacks? I'm like, well, first of all, I don't. I, <laughs> yeah. It's like dust and a little dust never hurt anyone. I do it a few times a month. You yeah. Know? But it's the stuff. It's the stuff. It's the disorder it's the of the stuff that ruins mm-hmm. it and makes yeah, it the feel sock, the marble, blech. the army guide, the toothbrush, yeah. the bill, the envelope. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it does become stuff management. So we've talked about that can be helped by having things have a place to go. It can be helped by you know, rallying the people around you. If it's just you, it's your stuff, you got to put it away. If you've got a family, they should help. Even little mm-hmm. kids can help. Little kids can help. They can put toys oh, yeah. away. They can they can roughly do what they need to do, you know. And and just teaching them, I got to remember this. It's so much. It's just you you have to remind yourself. Oh, yeah, you are in charge. You're the CEO. Yeah. So I feel like I'm eternally buying my children socks. <laughs> and the other day, like just eternally. Then the other day, I just thought, this is ridiculous. You're the mom. <laughs> so I sat Juju down. I said, I just bought you a new pack of socks. Here they are. Count them. How many are there? There are six. Okay. If you have all six pair of socks on February 28th, I will give you $10. <laughs> Please. And Junior's like, can I have gum? I'm like, yes, Junior. If you have all six pair of socks on February 28th, I will buy you a pack of gum. Oh, my gosh. Tell you what. Anything just to incentivize. Keep them together. Yep. If they get separated, their life is over. Yep. You know, on the flip side of that, I always have to I have to tell myself the same thing sometimes. But in the like, of course, you have to buy them socks. You are the mom. Yeah. Who else is going to buy them socks, Shay? Right. It's God, forgive me for just getting so bitter about things I'm like, like oh, that. you got a hole in your pants. Like, yeah, you got a yeah. Okay. What do I right. expect? <laughs> like, right. Um, and so sometimes it's good to be reminded, even when there's the mess. And the, y'all, I get frustrated. I get so frustrated. But I often have to tell myself, like, what people, six people, seven people right now, almost eight, <laughs> live here. Like, yeah. People live here. You work here. You have a farm here. You school here. What do you expect? Right. Are you, should you be shocked? Are you shocked? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, and sometimes it is good just to, yeah, I gotta, I gotta clean. Why? Because people that I love live here. Yeah. So on that note, how do we Make cleaning sexy and fun and something that we can actually enjoy. So I think about good music. I love to put good music on. And like, this is mom's choice. When mom's cleaning. Oh, yeah. I Nobody else has a say. <laughs> I put yeah. on, oh, I put oh on something gosh, terrible the other flying? day. Like, uh, Oh, it was something. It was some sort of terrible pop music. And Stu was just like, really? And I'm like, listen, <laughs> this is fair game. This is mob zone right now. Right. Um, really good music is helpful because it does help to create the tone of what you're, you're setting, the setting of what, mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, or like I said, uh, yeah. No, go oh, ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. 
I just said I set incentives. I mean, I I know the brain works. The brain likes incentives. Yes, it does. And so that is why I. Oh well, if you use, you get to use your spray, your special yeah. spray. Yeah. Oh, if you clean up the kinder, kitchen, you get to light that candle you love so much. Yeah. You know, if you get to do this, then you get then turn on some music. You get to listen to the songs that you enjoy because mom makes the music choices when you clean. I like incentivize myself, make a good remind drink, myself like a, like a latte. That there is, yeah, yeah, that there is a reward. Yes. And there's like little rewards along the way. As soon as the kitchen done is done, then it's going to look really beautiful from the living room while you're in there cleaning the living room. You right. can look up and see the pretty kitchen. Like I do that. It's just – Yeah. So, so like using a, a nice, beautiful fragrance, that's a good one because mm -hmm. fragrance is really powerful. And when something smells good, like you want that. <laughs> you want it. Right. And so those little tidbits along the way, I think, like you said, those little rewards are really powerful. Mm -hmm. um, to me, I love – gathering up all the dirty laundry and I love putting out fresh towels in the kitchen, in the bathroom. That is really mm -hmm. rewarding to me because they look fluffy and they smell good. <laughs> and like, yeah. And it's like the signal, like this room is clear. This like one's done. This one's done. No one yeah. poop, please. Also, Wait, no one can minutes. eat anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's definitely a way. I think, too, um, sometimes before I really launch into a cleaning session, I like to put a soup in the Instapot or a roast in the oven so that I know yes. when I get done, I don't have You're to, like, mess it all up again. <laughs> you know, I was going to say that a few minutes ago. Like, cleaning day is the perfect day for the Instapot soup because then it's it's done. You're not making a mess. Yeah. Have your bread and, made or whatever. Or have crackers. Yeah. Put a And you're occupied, so yeah. – Nobody's making food while you're cleaning. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to have a little bit of planning and a little bit of forethought and ultimately have a goal in mind of what you want um, that's realistic and that's doable with what you're capable of doing, what your family's mm -hmm. capable of doing, and what season that you're in. So, so we have my father in law here with us now. And that means just an extra everything, right? An extra body. And also, it's colder. So, everybody, all my kids are inside more. They're in the living mm -hmm. room all the time. It would be very unrealistic and frustrating of me to be like, I want my living room to be cleaned after breakfast in the morning and at night before I go to bed. That's actually unrealistic as much as I'd like mm -hmm. it because that's used space. It's full of bodies. Yeah. And so, so then taking into account your actual situation and say, okay, but if they're there and they're, and they're doing puzzles and they're sitting by the fire and they're whatever, um, that means I can have the kitchen cleaned, mm -hmm. you know, means I can get my ironing done because I'm not spending that time cleaning the living room. So just as we head into this season, homemakers, look at what your situation will be like, you know, if you have a guest. So my brother-in-law is coming for Thanksgiving. He's going to be sleeping on the couch because mm -hmm. that's what we got. <laughs> right. Like I can't expect myself or my home to perform in a way that it can't. I'm, that's not, it's not going to be clean when there's a sleeping bag on the couch and his luggage right. is in the, it's not going to be. So just, mm -hmm. just take that into consideration when you're thinking, but you know what, my dining room table, it can look spanking. Yeah. And my yeah. bathroom can be clean and I can have toilet paper. <laughs> like, like it, can, <laughs> it can smell good, you know? And I think right. that is important because those seasons do change. Mm -hmm. And the way that we use our, use our house changes and what it needs to do changes. And, you know, I think we just have to be realistic about that and also just 
be willing to, and we say this all the time and it's not popular. You kind of just got to do the work. Yeah. And know that that's just what it is. And yes, absolutely. And then also we talk about this all the time too with projects or with other things. Like if there's other people in the home, it doesn't hurt to sit down and say, what is important to you as far as clean? Yeah. Here's my, you know, here's what, here's what's important to me. Kitchen services, blah, blah, blah. What's important to you. Mm -hmm. And even the kids, like, how do you feel when the house is clean? Which room would you like to be in charge of? You know? Yep. Yep. Very much Um, so. Those conversations go a long way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they really do. Yeah. And the problem is you just you just fall off the rails. Yep. You know, it's hard to remember. Like we used to be really good about um, each child picking a broom. So that was their responsibility. They could take pride in it. And like it, a couple times a day it needed to be attended to. Yep. And it was a great maintenance maintenance program. Sure. So. Yep. I agree. And kids, kids really are capable. And frankly, husbands are capable too. <laughs> and we are right. capable. And um, – and those are good things. So, you know, ultimately we are trying to create a beautiful space. We have the ability to do that. And, you know, I think we should rise to the occasion. That doesn't mean it's going to be perfect or easy. No. But it does mean that we give this, we're given this opportunity for for really good growth for mm-hmm. ourselves. So my trainer always tells me like such a huge part of working out is just actually submitting to the pain. It's the mental aspect of being like, I am uncomfortable. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to stay here for 50 more minutes or whatever it mm. may be. And, and yeah. it's true. It's, it is a training of your mind of just like, yes, it's discomfort, but you don't avoid it. Right. You actually just kind of learn how to just feel the pain. <laughs> I know right. like that, that's not how we should necessarily think about our homemaking, but I think that is part of it because there are tasks we don't like to do. Some yeah. people well, might love scrubbing a toilet. I do not. Right. Right. But when you've all of our themes on the show, like weave together so well, like we can do hard things, yeah. choose your hard, you know, yeah. CEO of your home, they all, they all, yep, complement each other. Yeah. Same ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So, homemakers, we hope that this has encouraged you to just lean in to the good work that you have in your home. That's it. Just lean into it, feel the burn. <laughs> <laughs> Just buy some toilet paper and buy some uh, toilet carry on. Paper. And you know what? When I'm feeling uninspired, you know what I do? I go to mm. my little hardware store down the road and I buy like a new sponge and a new spray cleaner and just yes, something, just something. Miss Mustard Seed, who we had on last season, she has mm-hmm. this room perfumer thing that she posts on sometimes where mm-hmm. she puts water on the stove and then she adds cinnamon and oranges and all and rosemary and um yeah. all these beautiful things and she just boils it it's for no reason i, I do that other I have a than pot dedicated for that yeah and if you want to take the smell over to the top you put like some cardamom oil in there or like almond extract okay. from your baking yeah. cabinet see holy cow oh just something yeah. something to mm-hmm. be like oh that's good i want to lean into that yeah i like that so Okay. Well, we're going to be back here Thursday, actually. We are going to have a Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. So so we're going to be with you while you're washing dishes or stuffing a turkey. Yeah. Having a good laugh about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ladies, we'll see you back here on Thursday. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.